depends on what we count as multiplication. So I would argue that what you can in is not simply, is not something wholly different from what you have in the case of digital reproduction. Digital reproduction is different, you can certainly find differences there, and there are shifts. But also some of the points, there are also important points of similarity. And so if you like, what Benjamin here wants is something like a set of changes, a set of developments that proceed much more rapidly and in much more extreme forms once you get digitization. Right. See, this, this, let's say this, this uh, acceleration can make a qualitative difference because, uh, for example, for publishers, um, let's say the, the, the modus of um, uh, reproduction that is described in, in Benjamin uh, was able to found a business uh, model, a stable sure. business model for 500 years. And, and, and this is now collapsing, right? It's, it's, it's well, I'm not sure if it is collapsing, actually. I think it some is. of the examples you gave us on Friday again suggest that maybe it's not collapsing in quite the ways we expect. Yeah, um, well, it's, it's, it's all non-commercial practices. Commercial publishing is really, really dead. I mean, I... I, yeah, I, I'm, I not, I'm not sure. For the same reason mm. we thought the LP was dead a while ago, but it isn't. I'm not so sure the print book is quite as dead as we might think. But that's another issue. Yeah, but... I'm not denying that there are qualitative differences. Okay? Of course there are qualitative differences. Um, but there are also important points of similarity. And the task, if you like, is to recognize the differences yeah. while also being keep able to keep a handle on the points of similarity. Yeah. I suspect that many of the differences we think are revolutionary and radical are not so radical after all. There I disagree. I mean, we have seen it with the music industry. Also, if the book is becoming uh, an object of artisanship, you know, if, it, if it's becoming, let's say, if the same thing happens with the book that happened with agriculture, Everything that's not industrial is ending up on the farmer's market here in uh, downtown. This, this is the future of, 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 uh, of the paper book. And the other thing, that's the last uh, point of my disagreement, is um, where you said that, that uh, well, technology is, hasn't, hasn't qualitatively changed. Um, completability, during completeness. Uh, yeah. I didn't say technology hasn't qualitatively changed. In some respects it hasn't, in other respects it has. Okay, so my argument involved a number of shifts. One of them is to first of all look at what is the same about technology, such that we can use one term. What makes the technologies, let's say, that were employed, the technologies in the anti-cathera machine, similar to the technologies that we employ today when in, in, in digital computing? Well, there are points of similarity, important points of similarity, and the one gives rise to the other, you might say, to some extent. So, there are similarities. Are there differences? Of course there are differences. There are differences in mode of embodiment, there are differences in the economic systems. One of the things I, I, I would emphasize is, and this is I think particularly important, we talked about the systematicity of technology. Technology is not given in a device. Technology isn't even given in one particular form of technology. So the digital computer is unimaginable without a particular system of production of economic exchange. Now, I would argue that actually the real character of digitality may perhaps be evident in that system of economic exchange and the system of organisation that surrounds it rather than in the digital computer itself. Okay? Is there then a qualitative change in terms of technology today? Yes, of course there is, particularly if we look back to the anti-theory machine and what things were like in the third century before the Christian era. Enormous differences. Are there similarities? Yes, there are. And as I said, what's crucial is to keep hold of both the similarities and the differences at the same time. 
my worry about a great deal of contemporary rhetoric is that we only look at the differences and we think the differences change the world. They don't. The world today is the same world that was there in the third century BCE. Yeah, I disagree, sorry. <laughs> I mean, if, if I just take an example, you know, you know, if I just take, let's say I take one random example, high speed uh, uh, trading on, on financial markets. <laughs> <laughs> explore that um, lacune that we've just experienced. <laughs> um, and thank you very much for Professor Jeff Okay, we're just going to do a little transition. And thank you, Florian, for our arguments. Um, we're just going to do a transition. And we're going to uh, see up here uh, a work by Mez and uh, Mezengel. So um, you're welcome to go and get a drink and mill around. It has no sound, so it's, um, it's something you can engage with.